baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge. On a Thursday before some uh, high school football cranking up tomorrow. Some big games. And some big games. And we got some big games this weekend, uh, the collegiately and uh, the NFL. If you guys still watch that, you do, you don't, your call on that. But uh, lots of stuff to get into today. We're sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Folks, I am a customer. Blue Dog has had a couple days at the uh, Dr. Weber Spa, Jamie. I'm going to go pick him up, uh, starched. Pressed and clean today. He's probably not going to want to go home. Now, he's probably not going to want to go home. Uh, David Weber takes better care of him than we do. Sure he does. But i got to go pick him up today, uh, this afternoon. But go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. Tell him you heard about it on Sports Talk 977, specifically The Edge. You guys can reach out and contact us. You can hit me on Twitter, which is at Terry Walter. Facebook the same way. Or you can reach us on the Washita Valley Federal Credit Camel in the Desert when I saw the bright lights at the Bunny Club. You weren't hanging out with like Hugh Freeze or anything. No, no, but I can assure you I have, price. I I was uh let me tell you, I Tino. I gained a very very new appreciation for the arts that day. Uh just uh just some some, some points in, in my life that I I don't think I could I almost get emotional thinking about it. I'll, and I'll try to get through this segment without getting too too choked up, but uh Literary genius, uh, photography, uh, groundbreaking, um, just some things that, as Sean says, there's a, there's a hole in the forest this morning. And, and, and there is. Uh, I think trains are probably not going to run on time today. And, uh, literally we are, we have lost an icon. And, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, 91. We can't, can't bemoan that. Would you he sign had, the contract for 91 today? Would I sign the contract? Uh, you better believe I'd it. I'd sign it for 81. I'd sign it for yeah, I don't know if you and I are going to make it to 81, but, uh, and, and, and Terry, you know, you and I are, we like to call ourselves transparent. And, uh, I think I need to let the listeners know, and I owe it to you as well. Um, if the call is made, uh, to pick up the mantle left by the great Hugh Hefner, and, and I am, uh, it's fortunate to be called to take over the the, the corporation. I, uh, I I'm pretty sure I will accept. And uh, ooh, I take live you. from the Playboy Mansion, yeah. the Edge. On yeah, the there's a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of young ladies owe their career to to you. Uh, he got them started, and uh, you know some went the, the way of film, literally. Uh, some went the way of this. This is this is, uh, this is going down. Some, uh, I mean, this is a biggie. I mean, let, let's say. It. I mean, in in, in the uh, in a week of some some somber things going on, I think this ranks right up there with them. next man up. Is your text next you puff next, next man up. Very very apropos. Thank you for texting that in. Uh, we are we will monitor, we will however marshal through today uh, with a heavy heart with a flag. <laughs> Flags are half staffed, uh, lights are dimmed, but we will uh, go on in tribute to Hugh. <laughs> Richie says, "How tragic! Those poor girls are going to have to find a real place to live and a new ninety-year-old millionaire to mooch off of." 
Hey, you know, those aren't ever, and you know, you that's a very good point. True Richie. words, Rich. Uh, very <laughs> true, uh, Richie, and they're not, uh, they aren't to be found on every corner. Uh, millionaires are not to be found uh, everywhere, but anyway. But, but you could fill the void there if, if you need some, if some of the young ladies that might be listening yes. or what, they need yes. some sponsorship, you might be able to, to steer them in a direction that, uh, it would be beneficial. Terry, it might be said of myself that at one point I, I did uh, educationally fund a number of young ladies. Uh, the college fund. Yes. Uh, Give it up for Debbie on Tiffany yes. on now, it, three. It, well, you know, I'd like to like to think that I'd like to refer to that as Tiffany's as, a pre-med. As, 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 uh, <laughs> who knows? You never know. Uh, in Atlanta, uh, Birmingham, uh, there were a number of places where I thought uh, apropos. That I, uh, this is, listen, this is like. <laughs> You're emotional with this. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm really touched by it. Ninety. This man, in, in, in many ways, he, uh, it was between, hell, if it wasn't for Playboy and National Geographic, I would have never had any type of uh, upbringing whatsoever. All right, well, speaking of Playboy and National Geographic. were responsible, by the way, for National Geographic. Okay. They were good folks. Go, going there, yeah. I, I want to get, Sean and I talked about it yesterday. I, I actually enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, the bombshell's hitting right now. Uh, in college basketball. Hey, football guys, don't think it applies to you. Yeah, get ready. That could go that direction in a big, big hurry. Um, Those who wanted to talk about football yesterday really should have been paying attention because you're exactly right, Terry. I think we're just a stone's throw away from college, you know, the involvement. Oh, you, uh, you uh, there's more indictments allegedly coming down today about noon, and there was a collective rut-row, mm-hmm. and my best Scooby-Doo, rut-row, uh, yesterday, colleges all across the country, from the president to the ADs to the coaches. Uh, here's the difference in the NCAA, my friends, and the FBI. The NCAA, the only thing they can actually do to you is put a show cause on you and keep you from working. That's the worst thing that's going to happen to you with the NCAA. They did it with Donnie Tindall. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and again, the hypocrisy of the NCAA uh, has no limits. But they can put a show cause, and they can cause you to lose your job. The federal government, the FBI, oh, by the way, the NCAA has no subpoena power, so they can call you in, and you can say, you know what, I don't want to talk to you, bye-bye. The NCAA can wiretap you. The NCAA can make put you in jail, all right? They can lock the door. You can't go home. So apparently this investigation dates back three years, and... Here's here's the big thing um, that people don't get, folks. College basketball, and going back to the '50s where they had the point shaving scandal and all that sort of thing. Sean referenced the movie Blue Chips yesterday. I threatened to suspend his Netflix account, although Blue Chips is very appropriate given. Uh, by the way, Jamie, I had a kid of mine, uh, John Piku. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. was, there was Shaquille's roommate at LSU that played for me in Southeastern. John was in the movie on Blue when it came out. So it was pretty cool. I went to see our team went to see it. And I'm sitting by John. He's like in the movie, wow. not like a main character, but you like you see him out there running up and down. Shaquille taking care. Of. But anyway, point being, I just like to throw that out there. But John Pico, I remember that yeah, name. John was uh, was a point guard for Southeastern. Played a couple years at LSU and transferred. Yeah, played uh, played two years at LSU and transferred to Southeastern. Yeah. Um, at any rate, it goes back three years. There's wiretaps involved, and what they did is they flipped this financial advisor. And he was uh, doing nefarious things uh, with people's money and invested some pro-athlete's money in a, in a 
movie that he, the guy told him not to. Anyway, so the FBI had it, and they're like, look, uh, this goes deeper than you. You're going to have to wire a wiretap. And so they uh, recorded him with uh, Chuck Person in New York when Auburn was playing, and I guess it was 90 something thousand dollars that was a discussion about sending this kid to uh, Adidas and wanted uh, signing with an agent. 92,000. Yeah. Signing with an agent. Yeah. And you know, you think about what's the big deal? Well, what's an agent worth? If, if you've got to have a guy that has a, I don't know, $7 million contract and you're getting 15, 20% out of that, yeah. it's quite a bit of money. And what if you have 10 of those? Yeah. And so is it worth that initial investment? Yeah, they're telling you. Jay Williams yesterday. Here's the bombshell for you, all right? Jay Williams, former Duke player, national player of the year, 2012, talked about this on ESPN yesterday. And he said, look, when I was working for this one management company, we gave, I was there, I gave Kevin Love $250,000 when he was at UCLA now, the former sports coach, sports agency, and I want to get it there, he admitted that his former sports agency paid Kevin Love's AAU coach two hundred and fifty grand. Now, this is Ceruzzi Sports Entertainment. It was from 2007 to 2009 when Jay Williams worked there. So Kevin Love's at UCLA at that point. So now, do you go back and do you retroactively go punish UCLA? Because, yeah, that's a pretty big bet. And here's the thing about Kevin Love, Jamie. Kevin Love's nephew is Mike Love from the Beach Boys. Kevin Love grew up in in just utter uh, opulence, didn't he? Yes, I mean it was he was unbelievable how loaded. So he wasn't like a poor kid from the like, ghetto, like Dirk Dick. Yeah, Josh Rosen. Yeah, never, Josh Rosen never, but never a better player. Next man, yeah, but they're going two hundred fifty grand there. So this is Jay Williams admitting, hey, we paid this guy to sign with a with a certain agent. Come to find out, he didn't sign with that agent. Do you think he got his money back? No, there's no receipts in this stuff. And so all this stuff is going on. Uh, they, they funnel 250 grand to Kevin Love. Uh, it, it's gone on since Sonny Vaccaro started in the late 80s, early 90s. I blame the NCAA, and here's why I blame them. The NCAA legislated out the high school basketball coach. Yes, yes. When they put all their money in the summer AAU circuit, and this is Nike and this is Adidas primarily, Under Armour to a lesser extent, but they're a player coming up. When they funneled all that money into that, and it's what it's designed to do, is you have a Nike circuit and you have an Adidas circuit. I mean, Under Armour sort of caught in between. Teams are sponsored by Nike. They wear Nike shoes. And I'm not talking about the kids from up the street that are not very good. I'm talking about the elite players in the country uh, that they put them all together. Everybody knows who they are, the top 100 players, and they play all over the country every summer. Those are Nike kids or those are Adidas kids. I would tell you without exception – 99% 99% of those kids, if they are with a Nike AAU team, they end up signing with a Nike school. And that school is on contract with Nike, and that coach is on contract with Nike or Adidas. And then if they're going to go later on into the pro ranks, typically that relationship has been fostered, and you're going to continue doing that. Once you're a Nike, you're always Nike. Once you're Adidas, with a few exceptions. And so they control that. They've legislated the high school coaches out. Ninety percent of high, basketball recruiting in America now is done through the AAU coaches. There's some good ones out there. I've got a really couple of really good friends of mine that are legitimate guys. Talked to one yesterday, one of the biggest AAU guys in the country, 
And he goes, look, he goes, man, he goes, I'm clean. He goes, I know a bunch of, what was his direct quote? I know where a bunch of bodies were buried. He goes, they start digging, they're going to find you. And so you, you have that out there. You have that, that, and Jamie, the thing about it, once they're threatening people with jail time, you know, you're good. I'm not going to start singing. They start singing. Okay. Well, it's always like the drug dealer that gets caught. There's always a bigger fish out there. Right. That's what they need. They're looking for bigger fish right now. We're going to take a break. I, we come back, I, and, I, and I put this out with Sean yesterday, and I've refined it a little bit, but I still think I'm dead on. Uh, it's Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. The same are brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the guy for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And yeah, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, La Edge, John Tabor running the uh, the show Odette this morning. I uh, appreciate Jake Martin um, in the, the morning drive. Him and Dietrich, they do a nice job, uh, nice compliment there for Jake. Uh, Jake, by the way, loves Johnny's Pizza. I just want to make sure we're clear on that one. Yes, he does. <laughs> and Power. He loves and the Power. Works, yeah. Yes, loves the Power. I got to take Jake's Power. Sometimes. Let me tell you something, folks. Power Works will throw the good on you. Mm. Yeah, I'm taking that uh, weight loss pizza. Yeah. All right, anyway. Well, I can't guarantee that. I, I, I talked to Sean about this yesterday. And i tell you what I think is going to happen. You know, and again, we're going back. If the NCAA, do you know how inept they look right now, Jamie? Uh, More so than usual, right? Yes. Why do I say that? Because the FBI is coming in going, yeah, you guys have had rampant cheating. We've been doing it for three years, and uh, we got big names out there. And you guys are going to, I mean, you're looking to punish Cleveland State. Sonny McCarroll even said, look, this enforcement staff with NCAA is a joke because they don't dig very deep and they go after soft targets. I mean, we're going to go, let's go get Northwestern State, Louisiana. Man, we're going to show them. Or let's go pick on, uh, oh, I don't know, Alabama A&M. Yeah, that's who's doing it. That's really cheating. They're not going after the big fish because they don't want the big fish because there's too much money involved, Jamie Foxx. No, they're not. I mean, you're not going to see you will not see the death penalty. No, you may tell you why you're not going to see the death penalty. Well, because there's too much money involved. No, that too. But th- there's a bigger reason. They don't want it. If I'm Louisville, yeah. and you say, you know what, you guys have done all this stuff, we're going to give you the death penalty. And the president of Louisville is going to go, you know what, I have a file folder right. full of stuff on everybody else in America. I-, I don't know who to call first, Fox or ESPN. I, I think I'll probably just call CNN and be done with it. Maybe the Wall Street Journal. I bet they would like or to. Or the New York Times. Or the New York Times. I bet they'd like to hear all this stuff. And now all of a sudden, instead of this us, are you really going to give the death penalty to 40 schools? Nichols State's going, yes, baby. If I'm in Southeastern, death penalty everybody. Suspend everybody. $356 million. Yeah, you're going to see Nichols State and Northwestern play in the Power Five National Championship. Yeah. Take the demon returns, baby. Hey, I'm all for that. But so it's, it's the hypocrisy of that. Yeah. Um, you know, with the NCAA, but the, the FBI, the federal government, 
and, and let's be real candid with this stuff. People, people, it, there's a salacious headline to it right now because Patino was the first body thrown up on top of it. Uh, Jurich, which I wish to God LSU would hire Jurich. LSU. Uh, word to the LSU Board of Supervisors. Word to Vel- Tom Jurich is available. <laughs> just a- no, how about we just trade? Let's just Let's trade. trade straight up Joe Oliva to Louisville. I think it's only fair, Terry. We offer them a, a quality candidate for another quality candidate. Uh, I'm taking Jurich all day. Tom Jurich come to LSU. Yeah, I tell you what, they lose to Troy this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that might be. Don't uh, put it past them. Yeah, that, that, that might, they might be trading a lot of people. But anyway, so so here's the. Kind of the way it breaks down. The the NCAA, the the FBI, which has wiretap power, uh, they can process your bank statement. They can do whatever they want to do, and so you got a ton of coaches out there going, "Oh my God!" For the last three years, I theoretically could have been wiretapped anytime I met with somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's troubling. And folks, if you think it's just basketball, uh, I got some oceanfront property in Kansas to sell you. Uh, Jurich is just as sleazy, FS says Jurich is just as sleazy as, uh, Patino. You know, I'll tell you this about Rick Patino. I don't know him very well, Jamie. I, I'll, the true story here. Uh, you me tell you my Patino story? You've met Patino. Yes, yeah. Patino used to call me four times a week when I was a junior college coach. This one, he's at Kentucky. And I'm just out of high school. All right. So I, I have no idea how college basketball works. I'm, I'm new at this deal. We've got some really, really good players at the junior college I was at. Rick Patino. I'm a year out of coaching at Sterlington High School. Wow. Right? Rick Patino's calling me in my dorm room. I stayed in the dorm. Terry, how you doing? Coach Patino. Wow. Rick Patino on the phone, Jamie. I mean, that's a big deal. You're a young coach. It's like Saban calling you. Man, dude, it's not getting any bigger than this. No, it's huge. Man, how's it going? That's good, coach. Uh, and you know he had, and what I didn't know at the time is they have a computer screen in front of him that has everything about you, and just like a recruit, it's got favorite color, what your mom's name is, uh, any little interesting parts about you where he you can bring it up with you. Well, well, Jamie, tell me about your dog Fido. How's he been doing? You know, man, coach, coach remembers my dog Fido. How did Rick Pitino pronounce Starlington? I wonder. Very easily. I'm sure he yeah, yeah. I remember, Coach, you know, you're making a great move coming out of high school. I, you know, a lot of people are saying good things. It's all garbage. Yeah. But at the time, you're, like, very flattered, right? Sure. And so he's called me three or four times a week. So I'm thinking, we're boys. Hey, call me. He told me one time, call him Rick. I never could do that. Yeah. Call me Rick. Uh, Coach Petit. So long story short, um, our players ultimately were not offered by Kentucky. Right. We had some really good players. They weren't quite that level. They were close, but he was doing his. He was recruiting. Sure. Right? And the assistants would call. And so that was my story. And then after the players didn't sign with him and I left the following year, Rick didn't call me anymore, Jamie. Really? I was crushed. Uh, uh, Jamie, I was hurt. I thought we were boys. Well, uh, apparently we weren't. Apparently, Rick Patino probably did. You were, don't, don't feel alone, Terry. I'm, I'm pretty sure Coach Patino and just about every coach in America does that. Uh, don't yeah, get I ended up doing that. Don't, don't get your feelings hurt. <laughs> a couple years, you didn't return some phone calls either? No, years later. Yeah, you returned them. Years later when I was Division One coach, we did the same. And I'm like, oh, God, this this really – I watched Dale Brown one time. Uh, it was at the Great American Shootout in Dallas. Right. The, and Dale Brown was as good as it gets when it comes to reading people. And, the, I mean, he put LSU on the map. The ultimate comedian. Uh, Dale Brown was unbelievable. Dale, and coach Brown was really good to me uh, when I was a high school coach and also when I was a college coach. Sure. Uh, my first game, my Division One game, was against Dale Brown at the PMAC at LSU. 
comes out after the game, puts his arm around me, tells me what a good job I did. That beat is like 80. But uh, at any rate, I watched Coach Brown absolutely just fillet two Division One assistant coaches for information. It was it was like watching Rembrandt paint or something. It was a thing of beauty. And I just remember sitting there being in awe of, of just the ability to solicit it, to get information that they don't even know they're giving it up. And Dale was a master at it. A lot of these guys, Patino the same way. They're masters at getting information. Now, Patino is an easy target. You know, I'll tell you this on the on the sex scandal with Patino. Um, there's a such thing, and I used the word with Sean yesterday. It's called plausible deniability. Correct. All right. Uh, Andre McGee, who was the assistant coach, who, by the way, would not talk to the NCAA. They're like, you got to come talk to us. He's like, nah, I don't think so. I'm out. Is he talking to the FBI? Uh, no, because it wasn't a crime per se. Not, not something that they're going to pursue. But they spent like ten grand over three years for quote unquote uh, prostitution services or whatever. I mean, it was ten grand is not a whole lot of money. I mean, just just saying, it's not like I, I solicit that sort of thing. But if you start breaking down the numbers, it's, it's not very. Much. So it's not like he was running a, you know, a bunny ranch style brothel out of the dorm in Louisville. But ultimately, as the head coach, Jamie, you are accountable. You are. You're accountable to the people that you hire. It's called lack of institutional control, which scares uh, administrators like you would not believe. That gets presidents fired. And so Rick Pitino played the I-didn't-know card, which he may or may not have. I don't know. Do you really think Rick Pitino is lining up hookers in the dorm room? Seriously? Now, is it done for him or for those players? Yeah, because you don't want those players out on the town doing that. Uh, you know. And, and, again, be the moral judgment of that if you want to. But he skated on that one. He's had a couple other things that go on. But he's always stayed above the fray. And, oh, by the way, Louisville, uh, Sean threw the stat out there yesterday. I can't recall exactly what it is. But I think Louisville made three times more money. $356 million. Than anybody else even close, including Duke and Carolina. And Duke was next at $239 million. Yeah. And so is that a factor? Sure. Yeah. You know, it's like, a, it's, like thousand, a, it's like being a car dealer. Okay? Yeah. I own a car dealership. And... You know, I got a salesman that sells two cars a month. He's okay. He's my buddy. Don't really make a whole lot of him. Uh, I got you. You come in. You're a complete deadbeat, degenerate, alcoholic, drug abuser. Mm-hmm. But you sell 52 cars a month. You come in late. Uh, you leave early. Uh, you, you you go to the uh, to the car dealership refrigerator and eat the apple that the secretary brings. Uh, you're just sort of a joke. But you sell 52 cars a month. I'm going to put up with that a little bit more than Fred down here, who not only doesn't sell cars, he gives three away. And so it's it's a proportionality thing, risk-reward, except So Patino skated on that. When this came out, do I think Rick Patino knew that Adidas was funneling that money? I, yeah, I got no idea. Do, would I think you'd be naive not to understand things going? No, because the guy's been in it. Everybody that's been in it understands those things going. Again, it's plausible deniability. Sure. And here's an interesting one for you. Jurich, uh, guess who his daughter got a job with last year in a very lucrative position? Don't tell me. Let me think. Give me three choices. Uh, it's, it's, it's Nike. Well, who is Louisville affiliated with? I believe it's a Nike school. No. Under, uh, Adidas? Yep. Oh. She got a really nice job with Adidas. Tom Jurich's daughter? Yes. Well, good for her. What a coincidence that is. How about that? Probably, Probably a pretty good... Probably about ninety grand right out of college. Always probably won't have. Wow. But there's an essential relationship with the shoe. Folks, that's the, where it started. The NCAA has set this up and now they're complaining about it. They have set this up 
they have hoarded themselves out for money. I don't know if I can say that or not, but I just did. Which is what they've done. Well, why not? I talked to and, you. Haven't? And the schools are going, yeah, we're, we're good with that. Student athlete, give me a break. Now, you know what? There's a ton of student athletes out there. There's no question. But the highest level of college football, college basketball, seriously? Terry, with these kind of numbers being thrown out there and the, and the things, do you think it strengthens the, uh, the players? You know, you've heard about unionization. You've heard about paying the players, which they used to do. <laughs> apparently they do. And apparently they do. <laughs> so even uh, a larger uh, – I mean, if you're talking about a place like Louisville, which, you know, if the numbers are right, uh, Sean and Terry gave those to you yesterday, around $356 million, the basketball program was basically net worth. Um, and you're not paying some of those players. There's something really wrong there. Um, but everybody's it, not like that. Terry, with the thing that really jumps out at me, too, is a lot of – I mean, we're talking about Louisville mainly, but also how can you – how you know John Calipari. How in the H-E hockey stick hockey stick can you not be paying players at the University of Kentucky? I will come back to that. I want to take a break. I'll how come back that, to, how hey, that I, tell, I, do, I do know Calipari. I, I'm not real with him. Like we're on the first day. Yeah. But I've, I've been around him quite a bit. Uh, There's another chameleon for you. It's, it's the nature of the game, Jay. Yeah, it is. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. I almost had a 40 and slipped there. Aaron did this morning. He caught himself. Sport, hey, guys, I'm going to do that. I'm no, we're not you. affiliated with Nike or Adidas or Under Armour. Not yet. Not. You're listening to the Adidas. <laughs> you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, this segment is by our friends at Powerworks, who is not affiliated with anybody. Uh, gourmet Pizza by Design. See him on Tower Drive in Monroe. Tell Jay and Company. You heard it on. 97.7, the Sports Talk 97.7 and the Edge. We come back. I'll talk to you a little bit about Calipari. We'll break down some of these other things. Before we get off today, Jamie, I'm going to give you my prediction as to what is going to happen in this whole scenario. Yes. Put your tinfoil hat on because i got a good one for you. Sports Talk 97.7, back in a minute. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back in, folks. Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. Bringing you uh, all things Alex Jones conspiracy talk. I, I got a good one for you. I'm gonna do that in the last segment, Jenny. I, I might do it this one. I don't know. Let's do it. Uh, a couple texts out there, Steve. Uh, yesterday, and I, and I heard Dickie uh, Vitale, Dick Vitale's rant, screaming for a college basketball to appoint a commissioner, a czar, if you will, over it. Folks, you can appoint whoever you want to, but until you address the core fundamental problem, right? Their job is they theoretically work for the NCAA, but they're getting paid by the school. Correct. So if you're the football or basketball or track or ping pong coach, whatever, you send all your eligibility stuff through the compliance. They check it off to make sure they've got their grades and the classes and the percentages and all that kind of stuff. You turn in recruiting logs where this, hey, we talk to this kid one time a week for a year. and uh, So they do all that sort of thing. If they have, If you have questions as a coach, you call up the compliance guy. Hey, can I do this? Can I buy the guy a burger? Can I do this? Can I give him $10,000? Theoretically, you're supposed to ask these guys. Compliance guys, it's like Pete Carroll at USC. 
when the Reggie Bush House of Cards came down, Pete Carroll obviously bailed to the Seahawks, which is a good move. You know who they tried to hang the whole thing on prior to Pete Carroll bailing? And I'm a big Pete Carroll fan. Probably Lynn Swan. No. Pat Hayden. No. They hung it on the $52,000 a year compliance director. Yeah. Well, you know, we couldn't afford it. We just had one guy in the compliance. Seriously? That's what you're going with? You want to change that story? USC doesn't have one person compliant. Okay, well, yeah, they didn't have many by design. And so, you know, are they out there being FBI agents? No, most of the time they're just normal individuals. They might have been coaches, maybe not. But they're just, hey, did, did you break any rules? Say, no, good, sign here. All right, so, but here's what you have. You have schools, especially the big-time schools. They all have a compliance director, an assistant compliance director. The NCAA will have a job opening in Indianapolis. Hey, we want to hire Joe from Big State U. We want you to come work for us in Indianapolis from the NCAA. Right. Man, great. Well, come on. Well, by that time, the NCAA uh, compliance people, the, the actual NCAA people that work there, they're very, very sought-after individuals by schools across the country. Yes, they are. Because what better person to help you with the NCAA uh, my, navigate that minefield than somebody that worked for them? So uh, all these big schools, Texas, LA, whoever they are, they're going to go try to hire the guy from Indianapolis. So when stuff goes down... I'll, and there's a revolving door constantly. And so now I'm calling you, who's my buddy. Hey, Jamie, look, man, uh, here's the deal. So there's a constant negotiation. That's what people don't get. There, anytime there's an investigation, there is a constant negotiation process between the NCAA and either the attorneys for the school or the AD or whoever's representing that school. If it's serious, it's with the attorney. And there's a constant plea bargain going on before they finally settle up on something. Uh, kind of like. To make the analogy, uh, tax relief partners hires people that used to work for the IRS. Yes, same same analogy, same principle. Same principle. You hire people that work for the NCAA in Indianapolis to know how to quote unquote live within the rules. All right, here's a good question: Or how the rules actually are applied? G dog. Okay, let's if, hear. If uh, Louisiana Tech or ULM says that their basketball team is now wearing all Adidas, do they get those shoes for free? Any obligation? Yes and no. Uh, actually, ULM is an Adidas school. Uh-huh. Uh, typically what happens, and it's different for everybody, if you're LSU or if you're Ole Miss, your coaches are going to make a lot more money with a Nike contract or an Adidas contract than ULM is going to make. Why? Because they're on television all the time. They're in Sports Illustrated. They're in the national media. Mm-hmm. All right? Notre Dame, Texas. Alabama. Think what the Nike contract for Alabama is worth. Oh, dear God. Exactly. Think about what the contract for Kentucky basketball or Duke basketball or North Carolina basketball Million. is. Oh, God, yes. That's, that's the tip. And so here's what happens. They will negotiate with a coach and a school. The schools want to start getting into it. And so we have a university-wide Nike contract. I, I had that at Texas. The year after we won a national championship, we had a school-wide Nike contract. Because they came to me, so I had a little small Nike deal, which I think if I bought a pair of shoes, they gave me a pair free. I mean, you know, no big deal there. Uh, and I got to go on like one trip. But not a big deal. I mean, that's, that's nothing. But, yeah, so the schools will get a discount in product, or they'll get all their stuff free. Basketball people and football people generally get their stuff free. Uh, all the other sports, typically you're going to get a discount. You know, you buy 10 pair, we give you 10 free. They want to say that, uh, you know, LSU is a Nike school or Texas is an Adidas school. Right. They want to be affiliated they with want to the, be, school. the school. But the right. coaches are the superstars. Sonny Vaccaro started this with basketball. Mm-hmm. He made the coaches the superstar. Bobby Knight was Adidas. Everybody knew Bobby Knight at Indiana was Adidas. 
Shashevsky kind of was the same one. Converse used to be a big deal. Jodine, uh, when he was AD at LSU, he was a big Converse guy. Converse has sort of faded out of the picture at this point. And so, yeah, you get a negotiated uh, number of shoes, uh, apparel. A lot of times as a coach, they would give us, uh, I don't know, for example, Nike, I think it was like a $1,000 uh, clothes allowance. So they give you the catalog, go order $1,000 of anything you want, we're going to give it to you. That's party. So it's all negotiated stuff. If you are, I'll give you a great example. Uh, when, uh, when Buzz Williams was at Marquette, and Buzz and I were on the same staff at, at Navarro's. So we go way back, uh, way, way back. Anyway, I went to Marquette four or five times just to go hang out with him and you know, watch a couple games, et cetera. They were transitioning. They were going from, uh, I want to say Adidas with Tom Crane to Nike with Buzz. And so they're giving equipment. I'm not, they're giving T-shirts. They got more T-shirts than Walmart. And so they threw me the keys one time. Hey, I go in our store. You go get whatever you want. Jamie, there, there's literally, it was a gymnasium full of stuff. From shoes, they had all the Tiger Woods golf polos. I got like eight of those. I felt guilty. And those things are about 120 bucks a piece back then. Mm. And that was before Tiger like took his nosedive. This was like good Tiger. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff there. But yeah, this it's unlimited at those schools. And then you have other schools just trying to scratch anything out for a budget. Yeah. You know? Uh, so you talk about halves. And it, it, it very much is. The difference between the two is unbelievable. I mean, that's why... You know, you see ULM scrambling to get this game rescheduled with Florida State. They it's need the possible. money. They need the and money. Now Florida State needs the game. And now Florida State. So it may, may be a happy marriage at the end. I, I hope it is. But, G-Dog, hopefully that, that answers the question. Uh, do you get some stuff free? Yes. Do you get money from it? Yes. And it just depends. Your obligation is however long your contract is. And, you know, those of us who remember the uh, – who are old enough, you remember the Frank McGuire years at Marquette? And I remember I thought oh, Marquette. Marquette is loaded. Yeah, they are. That is a very wealthy school. The they, basketball program brings in a lot of money. They don't even play football. Jamie, it's the highest uh, expenditure of basketball yes. program in America. Marquette University. Marquette University, University first. In, Mar- in Milwaukee. Been up there. It's, it's unbelievable. By the way, who happened to play at Marquette? Oh, a guy named Dwayne Wade? Yeah, D. Wade. D. Wade. So, sure uh, anyway, Terry, this is, it's such an incestuous sort of thing. And as you said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, my God, and, yeah, people are just waking up to that today. And I, I read all these social media warriors out there. Oh, we have to stop this. Guys, if they wanted to stop it, they would stop. It's sort of like this. I'll leave you the – I'm not getting political. If you wanted to stop the southern border people from coming up, you could stop it. Sure you could. You could stop if you want to. If you want to. If you want to, you could stop it. Well, but if you don't, you're going to play, ah, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, nothing. Anyway, uh, we come back. I've got my conspiracy theory on what's yeah. going to happen with this. Uh, we might get to a little football, maybe not. We'll probably do that tomorrow. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. This segment sponsored by our friends at Spondabelle. Folks, a lot of college coaches <laughs> lining up at Spondabelle. Spondabelle, right uh, yeah, Orgeron has booked the entire month of <laughs> October. So, yeah, you better check them. 318-807-1060. Also, our friends at Jimmy Cooley reminding you to get a worthwhile cause. We'll be in special in Back in a minute. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board. Odette today. This segment sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley. Ronnie's Sport of Worthwhile Cause Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, here's my... Uh, 
here's my end of the world conspiracy theory, Jamie. That's going to happen. Okay, All right, let's hear it. I, I told Sean a little bit about it yesterday, and the more I think about it, the more I think it's going to happen. I, I think it's going to happen. You're more convicted. I'm more convicted today. Now, let me preface this by saying this is the opinion of Terry Waldrop, not of Sports Talk 97.7, Red Peach Media. Uh, the local Sitco station or anybody, a sponsor or anything of that nature. This is this, my wild... We this, might have, this is on you, baby. We might, it. we might have wild conspiracy Thursdays. Okay. Conspiracy theory Thursday. I like it. But I think this is what's going to happen. All right, let's hear it. And i, I got to give my credit. I came up with this. Here, here's what's going to do. I think that this was not an accident. And this was been going on for three years. So this started under the Obama administration, this, this investigation. The FBI. The FBI, and we had the presidential election. So it, it, Trump comes in. They, you know, he, you, they don't stop the they don't stop the investigation. Yeah, you're up to speed on all this stuff, yeah. right? So again, I think this is all related. I don't think it's an accident. And so the Justice Department is doing all these things. They have it all. Well, this breaks. This breaks right after the protest, and all Nike and Adidas came out and said, "Hey, we're supporting our athletes," and you know they're running the politically correct bandwagon, which is that's fine. You whatever you want to do. And so here's what I think is going to happen. Could this take down college sports? Because folks, if you think it's restricted to basketball. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. There's a lot of football people in this. Now, whether or not they're very nervous. Yeah, there's Maylock sales have spiked. Let's put it like that. It, it, you know, it's not any Red Bull and vodka. It's Red Bull and Maylock. Yes, indeed. Uh, right now. And so I think what's going to happen, could they take it down and chain it so that the product is just so bad? Yeah, they could. And people, right now, the, the, the refuge is college football. What if you find out that that's completely corrupt and dirty, too? I'm just done. But that might happen. Is that going to be good for the American economy? No. So I think what happens, because you have some people way up the food chain at Adidas. Now, Nike has not been implicated yet, but uh, unless you were born yesterday under a turnip truck, you would be stupid to think that Adidas is, you know, they're, they're channeling all this money to players and Nike's not, right? So let's assume that that's going to go on. That's the assumption it's going on with all the different shoe companies, which it is. Um, and there's some people way up the food chain. There's some people that have been recorded by the FBI. Uh, the wiretaps are out there. And, you know, once it's on those wiretaps, and that, like you could say, uh, well, uh, that, that wasn't me. It was somebody else. You know, the dog ate my homework. And so you're, you're stuck. So I think some people way up the food chain are going to get in contact with the government, uh, into the White House, into the Department of Justice, high, high people that can make decisions. And I think it's going to be something like this. Look, uh, what do I need to do to stay out of jail? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. And I think you're going to see there's going to be some sacrificial bodies thrown up there. Patino and Jurich were the first two. I think you'll see another high-profile guy or two. I don't know if you'll see football. You may, you may not. It just depends. But I think you'll see another high-profile coach likely lose his job very quickly. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's just at least one. And they're going to throw that out there. These are the two bad guys. They were ruining college basketball. And I think you're going to see it dial back a little bit in terms of how vociferous the prosecution is going to be. You're going to see it, but it's going to be it's going to be dialed back. So, by the way, I think Jay Jacobs at Auburn AD, he's out. Bruce Pearl's out. I know. That's not even what I'm talking about. All right, let me finish up. Okay. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to dial that back. In exchange for that, I think you're going to see Nike and Adidas likely open up a big-time factory mm-hmm. in a swing state that is heavily contested between, I would say, maybe in the upper Rust Belt, maybe Michigan, maybe Ohio. Maybe Pennsylvania. Maybe Pennsylvania. And they're going to have a renewed sense of patriotism with those companies. 
in exchange for not going to jail. That is a Terry Walter only conspiracy theory. I like it. I believe it to be true. Okay, so we're going to take that place, uh, that that uh, plant out of Malaysia, which a lot of no, they're going to leave the plant in, the, in Malaysia. This is they just build a new one. Jamie. This is a cost of doing business. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay, we're going to have, and, and you're going to have your president that's going to take credit for all of it. And again, I don't care if you like it, dislike it. I'm telling you, these things are interconnected. Well, who cares as long as jobs in America are created? I'm, and they're going to take care. credit for it, yeah. and it's going to be upper Rust Belt in a swing state, and every president before him has done it, so it's not like he's unique. But I really believe that's what's going to happen. Sam tells me Calipari's next, maybe. You know, they had Calipari on for uh, Jarek Rose's uh, ACT test was taken by somebody else. It had him dead to right. His brother flew on the plane. He's like, really? I didn't know he was on the plane. I mean, unless you're chartering a 767 with 400 seats, then you probably know who's on your plane. So, uh, you know, Sean asked me, is, is everybody dirty? I can't tell you yes or no to that. But what I'm telling you, there are certain things in America that are too big to fail. Okay? And college athletics is still perceived as pure. Right now, the, in, the NFL has some issues going on. And, again, I don't care what side of that fence you sit on. They have some serious issues. Is it too big to fail? Maybe, maybe not. College football is a little bit different animal in that that affects so many more people. Yeah, because you start to, and you brought this up, I think, to uh, you know to start to, sh- to show a little bit about where the genesis of all this began. Well, it started with Sonny Vaccaro and the shoe companies, uh, which we have seen expanded uh, to seven-on-seven seven in football. For high school kids, and remember, this is the this is the gateway. These seven on sevens, AAUs, these are the gateway to kids from impoverished backgrounds. A lot of them, because you're taking get, control, Jamie. Get that college scholarship, and you've also got, you know, the elite camp in Eugene, Oregon. You've got all these things, which, as you, as we all know, Nike and Adidas's hands are involved in that as well. So you don't just—I mean—you're talking billions of dollars at the end of the day if you add it all up. And when there's that much money involved, and I, I ask you during a break, well, is the FBI, NCAA slash answer to all this is to do away with all that? And you gave me an emphatic note. You don't see summer camps or any of that going away. Am I reading the tea leaves correctly? You see those continuing to go on because it is the avenue. That is where, as you indicated, kids sign with schools that are affiliated with certain Yes, with certain companies, Adidas, Nike, Under Armour. Yes. So those are the big three. Yes. So where do you, where, what is, before we leave, what's the answer? There is no answer to it. Okay. You you have to completely restructure the, restructure the entire deal. You make it a pro model and say, you know what, we're going to have pro athletics at the collegiate level. We're going to pay, and you know, the schools that can afford it and get big-time players, you can do it. The majority of them you can't. We've not even got into Title IX issues, That's which right. they can't pay the women's lacrosse kid. The same thing that Leonard Fournette made. But for every Leonard Fournette, there's a million women's lacrosse players out there or, or men's basketball players that are not very good compared to the professional level. And so, you know, everybody, well, they should unionize. They should pay them. The NCAA's making billions of coaches. That's all true. All that's true. But it's like anything else. If you own a business, you don't want to renegotiate your labor. Because let's face it, the, and I told Sean this yesterday, if – you take away the big-time athlete, and let's be real frank with it. Let's let's address the elephant in the room, and I don't mind doing it. Uh, what you're dealing with in, in college basketball and largely in college football is a large African-American male population. Mm-hmm. 
That's who people are paying to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that offends you, get over it because it's the truth. And so is there is there some racial connotations with some of the investigations? I think you're going to see that thrown out there. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's that's the red meat. But, but Jamie, true. it's like going to China saying, you know, there's there, there's more Chinese people that get arrested for spending. That's because there's more Chinese people. Right. If you look at the percentages in college football, college basketball, large amounts of African-American kids are playing those sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good, not bad. It's just the truth. So people that think that they should unionize, all that, and I, I can argue both sides of that. But, you know, for every kid out there that's, that's Leonard Fournette or a big-time player, you got 10,000 kids that are not. I mean, can you pay the baseball guy the same thing you're paying – um, you know, Rosen or whoever, the, the big time. No, you can't do it. I talked to a buddy of mine yesterday. It's a tennis coach, mm-hmm. college tennis coach. He goes, man, I'm getting killed on cost of attendance. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares about tennis. Let's say he knows that. Let's face it. There's no president going to a president's meeting going, man, we kicked your butt in tennis last week. They're talking about football and men's basketball and on occasion baseball, if your baseball team's really good. That's what they're talking about. Those are the money sports. Football, men's basketball, everything else, we have it. That's the truth, folks. That's where the money is. It's from the broadcasting rights, and that is not going to change. Anyway, uh, good stuff today. We'll get into some football games tomorrow. But I probably had yesterday 500 texts from people wanting me to kind of go over it again. Again, I, you know, it's my opinion. It's one man's opinion. It's based on my experience and, and living through some of that stuff. Uh, by no means is it the only definitive opinion. Everybody's got stuff out there. Uh you know, you have a lot of negativity toward Patino and Jurich. Oh, they're sleazy. Folks, there's a lot of sleazy going on out there. Pick the favorite sleazy and, and go with it. Well, I think Sam brought up Calipari, and I've always thought that was a little odd. But And you brought this up during the break, Terry. Is it, is it, is it any wonder that a lot of Kentucky, almost every Kentucky's roster turns over every year because kids go pro to the NCAA? That's one way. Calipari changed the system, Jamie. He changed the he system. He changed college. And now Duke is now Krzyzewski, who probably didn't want to do it has gone that way as Corruption well. Corruption in sports is never going away ever. Thank you, Richie. You're right. You know yeah. what? It's never going away in politics either. Or it's never going away in business. From the beginning of time, it's been like that. You try to uh, moderate it, eliminate it as best you can. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Thanks for listening today, folks. Rest in peace, uh, Hugh Hefter. Yeah, Hugh Hefter, uh, Deuces, buddy. You uh, Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Bonner Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you to get. Go see him on US 165 North and Monroe, 318-345-4545. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union for the text line, GB Cooley, Powerworks, Gourmet Pizza by Design, Spa Bell, and my friend Billy Justice and Vantage. Yes, Vantage. Billy, Billy and those, they've done a fantastic job. Well, well, Billy and Zachary. At any rate. Guys, stay tuned this afternoon for the sports company with Sean Fox. I'm sure he'll have some up-to-date stuff. Probably have some indictments uh, read by then. I think noon today was when it was supposed to uh, start coming out. So thanks to John Tabor for running the board. For Jamie Fox, I'm Terry Water.